0: Before we begin today, I just want to make a clear, very fucking clear statement that if you are listening and you are learning, but you are stealing my information or you are stealing my material, I just want to let you know in any way, shape or form, I am prepared to sue you. I will sue the fuck out of you, literally, and I will take everything, and I will destroy you, and I will destroy your name, and destroy your reputation. Don't fucking play with me. So I don't know who needs to hear that, but trust and believe that God shows me everything and everyone, and I'm not with the shits. So if you think that you're going to listen to my podcast and like write a book about me, or Try to create some type of, like, script off of my life or my experiences. Motherfucker. That would, one, be plagiarism because no one is going to benefit off of my downfalls, my pitfalls, my terrible upbringing, except me, motherfucker. So there's nothing that you've written that I myself have not spoken about and put on my podcast, which now makes it copywritten because it's on my podcast, So be very, 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 careful, whoever the fuck you are. Now, let's go into our lesson for today. So, welcome back, everybody. Today, we will go back to something that we used to talk about in the very beginning of our podcast. In the very beginning... I was extremely religious, and I had extreme religious uh, <laughs> religious views, religious outlooks, and um, I used to do episodes on how God, God moves things in your life, right? God makes things happen, and God can really set the stage for you based on your own actions, your own desires, your own needs and wants. Now, a good friend of mine, see this, now I'm gonna show y'all plagiarizing motherfuckers what real creators do. A friend of mine, all right, which just for privacy sakes, I won't name his name. However, he is a life coach. He is a guru. Um, definitely one of a kind. I will link his Instagram in the, in the description of this video. So you could go check out his material. But I want to say that he put me on to this author, Neville Goddard. Neville Goddard. He was a Barbadian man, I believe. Uh, long, long, long time ago, he had his, his era. And he put me onto one of his books about how we are the pretty much alchemists. We are the creators of our own destiny, and how we have misunderstood scripture, how we have misunderstood um, and misinterpreted a lot of the scriptural texts that you know we read in the Bible. For example. There are times where he'll say, like if Jesus was saying, you know, if I tell the mountain to move, if you believe, it'll move. It's the belief, it's the power of intention, the power of, I think that's the name of his book, the power of assumption, right? And it, for some reason, when I was taking my shower, again, I'm a water spirit, so usually a lot of my downloads come in the shower. So I literally was in the shower and I received the download just now that he's right. Because think about about in the very beginning, right? In Genesis, where God says, and let us make man in our image. That's a huge part that a lot of us seem to just gloss over because we don't wanna take accountability in our conscious awareness for our lives right we rather assign it off to this third party who you know can 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 just send things to destroy us and can just really shake us up and down whenever now granted i'm not saying that god is not real or that god doesn't exist that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is is that i firmly believe that we live in a multi-dimensional universe So that means that the God that we all know and think of and pray to and worship does exist. However, exists on a dimension far, 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 far far away from us. Okay. And you, you know, that. Because if you are studying your scripture, especially uh, around revelations and stuff like that, you know that there obviously is a God. There obviously is a source, a creator, someone who, you know, had the idea of bringing us all here. But here's the thing. In Genesis, God had an idea. And as God spoke, things were, right? Right. Um, it says that his word, his word, you know, never leaves him void. So as you speak, when you are created in God's image, as you speak, you start to play out your world. That is the power of the breath, right? That is the, when God breathed uh, breathed his air into our nostrils, excuse me, that was the breath, Right. So by you using the breath, using your words, using your speech, using your, the power of your words, hence the power of assumption, you are now in God mode and you are creating your own reality. I think I'm going to call this one assimilating the simulation. Hear me out. The other day... The other day, I was thinking to myself about how there were certain things that I've seen, certain ideas that I had, like when I was a kid, that I'm just kind of like now just seeing play out. And it's just so ironic how usually, depending on the memory, I'll struggle to remember. So if it doesn't have like a real intense emotional tinge to it, I might not remember. But lately, all my childhood memories, dreams, uh, imaginations have been brought back to me. And I'm like, wait, I feel like I created that. Or I feel like that's very familiar to me. Like, it's not the first time that I've, I've heard it. Or I feel like I remember when I was laying down and I imagined that this thing, person or place was in my, you know, in my imagination. Like when... I was just trippy, (laughs) right? Because as a kid, my imagination was on a thousand. Like, ooh, I could take myself to places. I could talk to people who weren't there. And granted, you know, we look at that like, oh, this person is crazy. But actually, I was just a kid. And that's what kids do. (laughs) Kids have imaginations. And that's why you must have the heart of a child to enter the kingdom. Because once you start letting life ups and downs and twists and turns, like start to mess with your mind and make you feel like you're too good to dream. You're too good to, to use your imagination. You're too good to create. You're too good to, to envision some stuff. Like once you start to feel like that, you become a part of someone else's simulation, someone else's dream, someone else's. That's why you see a lot of people who are in that like nine to five type of get up they live their lives like robots because it's kind of like they sold their soul by not taking ownership of the power given to them to create and manifest the life of their, their dreams, what they want to do, right? It's like, because they no longer have this ability to imagine, to dream, now they have to play a role in someone else's life. So think about this, right? I, I love the game Sims, and we're gonna we're gonna stay on sims for a little a little minute. The game Sims is so intricate to wait, intrinsic, No, intricate. <laughs> That's that virgo shit. Um, it's very intricate to our journeys because you know how you'll be watching a movie, right? Like let's say if you're a conspiracy theorist like me. And you'll be watching a movie and they'll just show you some, like, blatant, crazy shit. And you'll be like, them motherfuckers don't even care. They're going to show us this shit right to our face. Like, wow, they think we pussy. Like, just like that, right? It's the same exact way that in The Sims. Or The Sims is literally showing us that we live in a simulation. There's nothing you can't do in Sims that you cannot do in real life. Like, in real life, we buy homes. In real life, we we get jobs to earn money. In real life, when we don't have money, we don't have food, right? Like, it's all connected, and it's just so next level because The Sims is usually everybody's favorite fucking game. Why? Just like how Monopoly was everybody's favorite game... Why? Because intuitively we know that we as a collective created these, these tools to remind us of who we are. But because we're not connecting the imagination, you know, the fun, the we're not connecting it. We're just like, oh, this is entertainment. No, no, motherfucker. This is life. That's actually how your life works. Think about it. The thing about The Sims is that The Sims is based off of this simulation. It's not based off of reality, right? Because in reality, you really don't have to work very hard to become successful. Like I'm not even gonna hold you. There's, you see like how some people, especially on TikTok and stuff, they've created like, they've they've hacked the fuck out of their Sims to where their Sims are like living their best lives they got, they got like three, you know, 3D things that are just like surreal, pools, all kinds of fun shit now because they hack the fuck out of the Sims. It's the same thing with real life. With real life, you can hack your reality depending on how much you're using your imagination? How how much are you really creating a reality that you would be proud of, that you will actually enjoy? A lot of us don't create realities that we'll enjoy because we're too busy operating in someone else's reality. And that is the jig. That's, that is the secret. That is what the illuminati supposedly comes together to have meetings and shit about how can we keep these people as workers to our reality while they actively avoid their own while they actively don't give a fuck about their own dreams because we have them so bogged down disappointed tired uh manipulated to the highest extent that they don't even notice that their whole lives are going to shit and they're just living and dying, playing a part of our Sims. You know what, what human, humans who are not familiar with their con, uh, conscious awareness remind me of? You know in The Sims where you retire a player and that player's life just kind of goes on autopilot. You don't even got to do nothing. They, they just walk around, they eat, they play with the grandkids you know they go take a walk (laughs) they they come back and they do that for a little bit of time and then they just die right that is where we are as a collective of humanity we're in that stage and people are waking up now people are on retiring themselves now and that's why you see a rise of collective consciousness at levels that we've never seen before because People are tired of playing the retired role in other people's simulations. Oh my God, who am I? <laughs> like, it's, it's amazing. And and when you read, again, when you read books um, based off of imagination, based off of alchemy, based off of manifestation and, and things of that sort, you're like, whoa. Dead ass. I am playing a role in someone else's simulation. I am, you know, just just being a robot. I am on autopilot. And that's why a lot of people are unhappy. But let's keep going. So when you really think about all the different ways that we run on autopilot, right? Like we get a job, we even compete for these jobs. Like imagine competing, this is crazy. Imagine competing to build someone else's fucking reality. Like what? Competing for jobs that are gonna pay us fucking pennies to what these big huge CEOs using these type of ideologies I'm telling you about. Making millions and billions of dollars in their fucking sleep, using their imagination, living a soft life. Meanwhile, here we are, humanoids, fighting tooth and nail over these, these little jobs, these little opportunities, probably paying us barely even six figures the most. And that's it for us. Right? Like, that's how, that's how it works. No, it's not. When you get a job, that job is a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone. And what you're supposed to do, at least to me, is you are supposed to use those funds and flip them, right? So, if you're familiar with hustling, I'm familiar with hustling because I've, I've started multiple business uh, businesses. Um, I know a lot of hustlers, <laughs> right? So, if you're familiar with that type of life, then you know when you, when you invest in something, right? So, let's say you invested your time at a job. And now you got your payout, right? You know how you have to pay off the plug, right? The plug, though, in this circumstance is you. Hear me out. So when you go to work and you get your job, right? So that's where you got the profit. You know, you, you gained whatever you needed to gain. Now it's time for you to invest, you know, put the money back. You got to give the money back. You got to give the plug his share. If you consider yourself the plug, you will invest the money that you're getting from the job. See, the job is not your, the plug. That's the fucking problem. People think that the job is the plug. It's not. You are the plug because you are the one who's going to determine what we about to do next with this bread, right? Right. So, when you divvy out everything, you pay off everybody, everybody gets their share. Now you get to sit back and say, hmm, I paid out myself, right? I paid out myself. What are we gonna do with this? How are we gonna flip this profit? How are we gonna take this earning to another level? Even if it's like $50 if you don't have a lot, like, Figure out what the fuck you could do that will make you be able to just sit back and chill. You can't manifest anything slaving at a job. Deadass. Like, you can't manifest like that. It's fucking impossible. Why? Because you're not able to hold the vision. In order to manifest and create your own reality, you gotta hold the vision. So let's go back to Sims. You know in Sims when you wanna decorate your house or you want to like have a baby and there's all these different stages and shit you have to be able to hold the vision you can't just give up halfway doing your garden or give up halfway on the task necessary to bring a baby into the house like you you, if you give up halfway then that's it the fuck the game is like okay well fuck it then (laughs) like You know what I mean? But there's a certain level where if you do all you need to do, the game will eventually start to play out on its own. And that is where these billionaire fucking trillionaires, that's where they are. They're at the level of the game where they get to just chill. And meanwhile, us, we are caught in in the, the, the construction of their vision. Which is why there's a lot of chaos for us, a lot of violence, a lot of problems, because when they created their realities, they didn't give a fuck to say, create my reality, but let me do it in a way that is not hurtful, painful, destructive, oppressive to someone else. And that's where when you create your reality, That's where you can actually be different. You can actually use the power of your words and intentions to take this shit to the next level because you know better. You've been in the underdog position. You've been in the position of coming from nothing. So you know that it's not right to do certain things. Think about Moses. Right. Think about Moses story. Think about Joseph's story. These are all people who technically came from nothing, came from nothing. However, they were divinely guided, divinely led to these positions of power, to these positions of of authority, royalty. Right. But look what they did with it. They freed others. They helped others. They gave back. They remembered who they were, and that's why Joseph, who wasn't even a fucking Egyptian, is like the top of the top. Moses, who wasn't even an Egyptian, like you feel me? There's, there's no, there's no. Oh, I have to be rich, or my family needs to be rich, or you know, we need to come from this or have that. Those things don't fucking matter, bro. There's literally 12-year-olds who do this shit, and by the time on their 13th birthday, them motherfuckers got Benz, 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 KRG, Jeep, this, all of that, because they know how to do this shit. They hold the vision. And that's why video games was important to children On a conscious level because they needed to know how to make things happen they needed to know if i put my attention to this for this amount of time i can unlock this this becomes unlocked i can upgrade that i can do this i can do that oh cheat codes you know what i'm saying they needed that because that is for their time they are going to be so set for when it's their time to be adults, that they're going to be able to speak and that shit will move. It will happen because they have trained the consciousness that when I want to do something and I tell you we're going to do something, it's going to happen. We are the ones who are bogged down with these religious beliefs or with these limiting beliefs that are generational curses, which is why we see a lot of black folks never fucking make it nowhere. And the ones who do, the black people who do make it somewhere, those motherfuckers is nowhere to be found. You notice that? Nowhere to be found. When it's, when it's, it's, uh, you know, all the activists are out and it's this great police brutality and all this fuck shit. Those rich black people, the wealthy black people are nowhere to fucking be found. Why? Because they already know what's up. They already know that the people need to remove themselves from someone else's simulation and start their fucking own. When you're playing out a role in someone else's simulation, for example, for example, let's 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 talk about this. Let's say, for example, if you're a big CEO, right? And you want to make all the money you can as possible. So you're, so in your vision, you're doing nothing, nothing, but your company is profiting a lot. But you haven't exactly set the intention for how you want this revenue to come in. You haven't set the ethics or the morality for how you want this to come in. Hear me out. Therefore, your corporation, right, in order to get this cheap labor to ensure that you're getting the highest profit possible, is going to hire, let's say, a prison. And this is, this is actually researchable. You can research this and you'll see it's actually kind of fucked up, right? So you hire a prison. Now, when you think about it, okay, well, well, well why the fuck would you hire a prison? the person's mindset may be, well, if this person is going to waste their, their creation, their creator abilities, then they should just fucking work for me. Right. It sounds fucked up, but on some real shit, that's, you know, it's the matrix. So what's going to happen is now, how, how are we going to get motherfuckers here though. How are we going to get people here? How are we going to get people to work in, in this prison? How are we going to get, you know, this free labor that, that again costs me fucking five cents, but makes me 5 million. Right. Then that is going to set out a play, a big, huge play. Right. And that play is going to be of oppression. So when you see that the people are in oppression, that is going to make them do things that are out of character, out of the norm. And that is going to put them, think about this, it's going to put them right in your prison. It's going to put them right where you want them to be. And now they're going to be working for you for free. That's because you created that fucking reality. Just like, just like that. So when we think, oh my God, all this Black Lives Matter, all this, oh, where's all the people? Who's gonna help? Look at motherfucking George Soros. That motherfucker is exactly who the fuck I'm talking about right now. That's exactly what he likes. He loves the social injustice. He lives for it. Why? Because when you are manifesting your own reality, it's so calm and peaceful it's so quiet it's so harmonious that the drama on the outside is the most lively motherfucking thing going on ever mind blown like literally i'm even mind blown by that ideology but it's true it's true a lot of people wonder why am i doing anything to stop them from killing the black brothers. And and, and they're killing the brothers. and they're, Because the brothers need to wake up. The brothers need to wake up. Now granted, I'm a firm believer that being a Hebrew Israelite means something. It means something. I'm a firm believer of it. It might even mean that we are the fucking dominators of this game. However... However, our power, if it is being unused, can be used against us because we don't fucking know. Woo! For my people shall perish for their lack of fucking knowledge. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I'm having a brainiac moment. But yes. This this is the problem. Because we don't know better, we don't do better. Because it, it it's it's generational for motherfuckers to not do nothing with their lives except be a nurse, be a doctor, be this, be that. It's like that's that's all we fucking know. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that. At the end of the day, we do need we do need service. We do need service. We do need people who are to help heal. But think about fucking what nurses and doctors really do. They don't heal fucking nothing. (laughs) Because they're a part of someone else's simulation. That's why motherfuckers don't know how to heal nobody. They don't know how to fix the body. They don't know how to tell people, hey, you know what? I think you're actually okay. You're just having some psychosomatic symptoms because of your stress and you're overeating and that's why you have gut bacteria and that's why you have constipation. So you need to go home, do a three-day fast and eat only fucking fruits and vegetables and drink water. They're not going to tell you that because they need to be a part of someone else's simulation. And that's the same thing in every single career field, even education. Education is the biggest shit show because they're educating you on how to be a player in someone else's fucking reality. Oh, jeez. Think about even the start of education. Education really started to get heightened around the Industrial Revolution time, right? Why? Because people, these companies needed workers. These people used their imagination to create this big, huge fucking company, but now they needed workers. Where are we going to get the workers from? Who's going to want to work for us? Who's going to want to do this? Who's going to want to do that? Remember, motherfuckers had so much free time at this time. So what do we do? Institutionalize the people so that they will be happy to work for us so that they will be happy to walk away from their manifesting powers, their abilities, their destinies, and just give it to us. You know what? I seen this one TikTok. How much time we got? I seen this one TikTok where the it was a I think a Gen Z and he was complaining. He was like, like, how much of the how is the jig that like there are people like really giving their all and really being passionate to these jobs and just going above and beyond. Like, what is that? Like, ew, like I thought we were just here to make money, to fund our lifestyles and, you know, just (laughs) go home. Like, I I didn't know that it was some serious shit. Now, granted, I have the same ideology. Because of who I am, anything that I touch is gold. Anywhere that I work is, is prosperous. Any, anywhere that my presence is, is going to just fucking skyrocket and become a nice, serene place because of my energy, right? So when I go and work at corporations, if their fucking corporation is not giving me what I deserve, these motherfuckers is harvesting my energy. They're harvesting my energy. And what happens is, is that every, you know, all the higher ups, their lives get better because now that I'm here, problems are being solved. Things are being taken care of. People are feeling better about themselves. self. Students is learning. You know, curriculum is being created. That's what happens when I'm in a corporation, naturally, because that's just who I am. However, these motherfuckers is eating my energy and giving me nothing. And you know that because when you go home, you're not sitting on the fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars to where you get to make the moves that you want. You don't get to, to say, you know what, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. I just want to relax. I just want to kick my feet up. It's energy harvesting. Because I have been selling my time. I've been selling my destiny to other people by investing way too fucking much in their corporations who don't give a shit about me. And that goes for all these jobs. Every single industry. So to me... I've just come to a place where that will no longer happen. That will no longer happen. I am the boss. I am. I am the creator. I am everything I need to be to make myself successful, to bring myself the destiny that was destined for me because I will no longer invest my time and energy into into degrees that will mean nothing literally after this year degrees mean nothing just newsflash degrees certifications all that shit is gonna mean nothing why because when the when the dollar system when the dollar system crumbles everything that was built with the dollar system or funded by the dollar system is going to crumble too no one's gonna give a fuck about that no one's going to give a fuck about, they don't care now, honestly, and they haven't for a long time. No one really gives a fuck about accolades because now people are starting to notice that anybody can achieve any fucking accolade. It's, it's a life hack. But it doesn't mean that this person is capable of doing what is necessary to move things along. If someone doesn't have anything blossoming in their own fucking life, there's nothing that they are capable of offering you straight up which is why I no longer date broke niggas. If you don't have a job, if you don't have a car, if you don't have your own home, there's nothing for me and you to be talking about. Nothing. Why? Because I have all that shit. I have it. So if I have it and you don't, you have nothing to fucking offer me. You have no time to just sit back and relax with me and let's create reality together. You don't have time to do that. Or you have too much time and you're not doing shit with it, and your life is on, your life is running in a perpetual cycle. And I don't have time for that. That will lead me back to generational curses where the women in my family already been there, and none of them made shit out of themselves because they spent too much time focusing on other niggas, focusing on 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 niggas and problems and drama and things that got us fucking nowhere. I'm going to be the fucking boss that is going to make sure to put my family on the fucking map, whether they like it or not. They'll appreciate it later. They may not understand now, but later they will. You have to have that type of mentality. And if you don't know how to get it, fucking learn, read books. I just gave you a book, The Power of Assumption, Neville Goddard, go read it. Go read The Secret. Go read The Alchemist. Listen to my podcast if if you don't know about manifesting. Because I've always actually kind of been a shit. I definitely am a master manifester. I cannot even lie to you. So you have the power that is necessary to assimilate your simulation. You have it already. Use it. Go use it. Go charge up your shit. Go, go set the fucking world on fire with your dreams. Because that, that, my dear, is literally what you're here to do. When you are created in the image of the creator, that means that the creator trusts, entrusts you with this vision. A vision for your life. Therefore, you have to take it, you have to accept it. Remember remember with, with Jacob and Esau, right? Jacob and Esau. When and this is another thing that I got from the book, but I think I'm, I think I might be taking it to another, another, uh, another way. When Jacob gave the blessing no, 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 pause. When Isaac the father gave the blessing to Jacob. Right, and not to Esau because Jacob did a little switcheroo. This motherfucker Jacob, even though at first I was pissed off about it, cause I was like, "Oh, that's that's wrong, you know, that's fucked up. Like, why why would you do that to your brother? You know?" But no, think about it. Think about this part right here, and I and I, I, I think that's gonna be it first Esau was too focused on fucking reality. Esau was focused on feeding the flesh. Esau didn't notice how serious the situation was. That literally the destiny was being passed down, and his mind was too much in the 3D. He didn't, he ignored it. It's not that he didn't know how important the destiny was. It's not that the destiny wasn't for him. It's that at the end of the day, God even knew himself. You know what? This nigga Esau gonna be great. He gonna be great. I'm gonna give him a land. I'm gonna give him, you know, bitches and and whatever. Esau, you gonna you gonna have a good life. You'll be alright. But Jacob, see you, you little motherfucker. You have the initiative. You have the vision. You have the drive, you have the mental capability. I'm gonna give you the destiny, boom. That's how it really went down. That's how it went down. That's how it went down. That's how it happened, dog. That's how it happened. (laughs) So, take today's spiel about How to manifest your own reality. If you want to be rich, being rich is a thought away. If you want happiness, being happy is a thought away. Let's let's take the thoughts out of the mind and turn it into action. Decide to be happy. Decide to be rich. Decide to get healthy. Decide. And once you decide... Literally, the, the universe, God, source, the divine, the creator, everything is just gonna start, it's gonna start whipping like a whirlwind, and all of a sudden you're gonna wake up in this reality that you've always wanted. But you have to start with the mind. You have to start with the mind. Because as God spoke in the beginning, and God spoke to the end. You have the same exact fucking power to speak from the beginning to your very end. So that has been today's episode. I am I am so excited. And I really, 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 really hope that you take this tea. This is real fucking tea. And you double up. Double up double up. I love you all. And uh, until next time.